Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is the Kenny and JT Show on News Talk 1480 WHBC. Look out, pal. Look out, pal. We're going to hear this guy say that somebody gets whacked tonight, maybe? I don't know. Or is he going to give us a um, a review of a show that, that maybe uh, he, he took in he's since he's on, uh, on Broadway? Is he there right? long enough? I don't Not know. Long enough. Game one. Let's find out. Let's bring in the radio voice of your Cavaliers. You'll hear him tonight right here, 7.30 tip-off on WHBC, the one, the only, Tim Alcorn. How are you, Toots? I'm doing well, just across the river from Broadway. Oh, nice. You know, when you're in Brooklyn, you're in the second biggest city in the world, aside from New York City. Huh, really? I didn't know that. Look at this knowledge he's dropping on us, man. Brooklyn. Love that knowledge. Absolutely. Tim Alcorn, uh, getting ready to start an 82-game season. Tim, real quick, though, if you're in Brooklyn, does that make you a Yankee fan or a Mets fan? Are you a Jets or a Giants fan? How does that work? I think Brooklyn fans, 70 years later, are still Dodger fans. Wow. And they're still upset that the Dodgers play in Los Angeles. They haven't forgotten Ebbets Field. I'll be darned. There you no. go. More knowledge from Tim yeah, Alcorn. I couldn't ask him if they're anywhere couldn't else. ask him if they're Nets or Knicks fans. I mean, they're in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. That, well, they well, they, they, they are would in Brooklyn. Be Nets fans. I yeah, you think. think now, Nets? right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, then yeah, at least the the Nets with the uh, you know what's the arena called? Have they changed the name of the arena, Tim, with the new sponsor, or what's the arena called? No, it's still the Barclays Center. Okay. Hmm. All right. I, I didn't know if they, you know, dropped that just like Heinz Field is in Heinz Field yeah. anymore. So that's where the Cavaliers will open up the 2023-24 season. And uh, we're looking forward to it. We'll be listening to you tonight. Um, but we want to know who's in and who's out tonight, Tim Alcorn, for the Cavaliers uh, as far as injuries go because there are at least three potential either starters or role players that uh, have been listed as questionable. What what can you tell us about Allen, Garland, and Dean Wade right now? Well, Jared Allen is out. Uh, Jared Allen will not go. Uh, he's listed as out. The Cavs are going to proceed with extreme caution with Jared, and they need to. As much as we're excited about this being the season opener and getting things started, big picture-wise, it's game one of 82. So you got to look at the big picture. They're not going to rush Jared back. Uh, he's with the team. He was with us this morning at shoot around and here at the hotel. And um, so he's around, but uh, he won't go tonight. Uh, Darius Garland listed as questionable. Generally, that's a 50-50 proposition. Uh, my guess is he will go. I'm, I'm thinking he will go. And Dean Wade listed as doubtful. So generally, that means uh, that guy's not going to make it unless something significant happens between shoot-around and game time. So uh, I don't foresee Dean Wade seeing some action tonight. Well, you talk about bad luck. 
If it weren't for bad luck, Dean Wade have no luck whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, this guy just can't get healthy. Tim, it's been almost, what, three weeks or so since we saw you. You blew us off at media day, but that's okay because we'd rather have you tonight before the first game of the season. A little jab there for you, Kenny. But of course. what do we learn from the preseason, Tim? Because we watch these games, and we're seeing some starters play, but they didn't really play that well, did they? Well, if you go back to Friday night uh, out in Indiana, I mean, Donovan Mitchell showed he's ready to go. Uh, he put up a 19-point third quarter, was dropping in bombs, and kind of walked off and gave everybody a wink like, yep, I'm ready, let's right. do this. Uh, he had a 28-point ball game. Uh, DG did sit out a couple of ball games. Jared Allen didn't play at all during the preseason. So, yeah, there's still some lingering question marks. But, JT, to your point, I think the preseason was about, let's see how these new guys blend in let's see how comfortable they are with what we're trying to do and not that that's going to happen by tonight in Brooklyn that's going to be a process but uh, Max Cruz George Niang Ty Jerome they did get significant playing time and I thought they looked pretty comfortable out there and they did the things that the Cavs brought them in to do with Struess and Niang knocking down three balls Ty Jerome did a nice job in facilitating and orchestrating the offense so uh, I think that was a success for the Cavaliers preseason-wise. And the fact that they're trying to get a more up-tempo offense going. They want to play at a quicker pace, and that was definitely on display. They got up and down the floor. Tim Alcorn is our guest, radio voice of the Cavaliers, joining us on the Kenny and JT Show. So, Tim, no Jared Allen tonight. Has J.B. Bickerstaff announced his starting lineup, or can you at least, if he hasn't, can you at least give us your guesstimate as to what it will be based on what you saw in the preseason for tonight's game? I was, Yeah, I was just going to say, based on what we saw in the preseason, uh, Evan Mobley will slide into that five spot, which he has done and done very well in the time that Jared has not been able to play the past couple of seasons. So uh, my guess is we're going to see Evan Mobley in the middle, as I said earlier, I think DG will go tonight. Generally questionable means unless it goes the other way between shoot around and game time, uh, you know, then he will play. So let's go with DG and Mitchell in the backcourt. I think Struess will start. Uh, they didn't bring him in here to come off the bench. Uh, Max Struess will start. And then that, that, that other spot, I think that's interesting. That may depend upon uh, the opponent. That may depend upon the matchup. Uh, you know, you look at a situation like tonight, Ben Simmons, uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about him in a moment, but he's the real key to the Brooklyn success this year. They say he's healthy. So maybe, again, maybe you see an Isaac Okoro get the start to defend Ben Simmons. Um, I don't know if they would start Levert. It's a good question, Kenny, and no, yeah. uh, JB has not announced who that starting five will be. Tim, should we expect Damian Jones, Tristan Thompson, or are those just bigs that are going to be at the end of the bench like that Lopez guy last year? No, no. I think uh, Damian Jones and, and Tristan will see action. Uh, Damian Jones was brought here to play, so he's going to be your backup big. Uh, he's a guy that can give you some serviceable minutes and grab some rebounds, take up space in the middle. I'm not sure Tristan's going to be your 70-75 to 75 game guy playing 15, 20, 25 minutes a night, but He's not just going to sit at the end of the bench either. He was brought here to provide a presence uh, not only on the floor but off the floor. So I don't know if, if Tristan will be going full bore night in and night out, but he'll see playing time. What can you tell us about 
um, Imani Bates, the rookie second-round pick, and what you saw. And here's why I bring it up, Tim, because we saw in the NFL, right, preseason DTR, hey, Browns, uh, they loved them so much. The fifth-round draft pick, they traded Joshua Dobbs away because of how he played in the preseason, and they thought the DTR was ready to go uh, as the backup quarterback for the Browns. Well, they found out preseason's a different animal than the regular season, right? So Bates had some good numbers, uh, but uh, w- where do you see him fitting in, if at all, in a regular rotation with the Cavaliers? Kenny, that's a great point, and it's a very valid point. Uh, Listen, I got excited about Imani Bates in the preseason. He does some electrifying things, but he wasn't doing it against the other team's first string, per se, or starting five. Uh, Imani Bates has a ceiling that's just tremendous. He's going to be an outstanding player if he stays on the straight and narrow, which so far he has done. He's done everything the Cavaliers have asked him to do. He's responded to the coaching, responded to the structure. But to your point, it was preseason basketball. The NBA doesn't have a book on Imani Bates yet. They will. So I think for the most part, you're going to see Imani uh, down the street from us a little bit at the Wolfstein Center playing for the Cleveland Charge where he can still get a lot of coaching and a lot of development. Uh, He's a raw talent. Again, it's exciting to think about what he can become. Uh, but your point is, is spot on. It was in preseason basketball, and obviously uh, he's got a, a high ceiling with that talent level, but uh, it still needs to be developed. Tim Alcorn is the voice of the Cavs. We were happy to have him at the Hall of Fame Luncheon Club a couple of weeks ago and more happy to have him on the Kenny and JT Show. Good friend of the program. We always reach out, and you're always there for us, Tim. We take jabs but because we love you, and we really appreciate it. I want to ask you about J.D. Aren't Bickerstaff. You nice. See that? Ah, J.P. Professional <laughs> moment the there for a second. Ever said about me? A professional moment once in a while. <laughs> I want to ask you about J.B. Bickerstaff because this is a burning question that I had at Media Day, and I couldn't get anybody to answer it. But J.B. Bickerstaff, in the off season, said it was going to be a little bit of a different offense, and he wanted to push it a little bit more. But to ask you the question, and maybe from a small sample size during the preseason. I don't know where a defensive-minded guy all of a sudden says, okay, we're going to run the ball. I mean, is this the offense that maybe Donovan ran at Utah, or do we expect, like, up and down like Sacramento? Well, to me, great coaches build their system around the talent they have. Uh, You know, you, you look at the NFL, per se. You mentioned the Pro Football Hall of Fame. When Don Shula had Sanka kick, you know, he, Mercury Morris, he handed the ball off and Greasy threw it 10 times. Then he gets Dan Marino and he's firing that ball all over the place to Mark Duper. Mm-hmm. So I think the system is going to be based on the talent. And they went out and got some guys that can hit long balls. And so quickening the pace, quickening that tempo, that's to take advantage of the talent they have. The, the floor can now be spaced and you can get up and down yeah. the floor and you've got some guys that can knock down three balls before the defense gets set. So I, I think JB will tweak that system and, and kind of get something new going because of the fact that there's different talent on the team than he's had or a different type of talent than he's had the first couple of years. Tim Alcorn is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter at Cavs Alcorn. Listen to him on a regular basis whenever the Cavaliers play here on WHBC as he will call the action tonight, Brooklyn and Cleveland, 7.30 tip-off. Tim, uh, let's look within the division 
and, uh, you know, see where the Cavaliers stack up, in your opinion, uh, in, in the Central. We know who the top dog is, right? We, we figure it's going to be Milwaukee winning the division, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. I'll go with Never that. Never at a loss for words at Tim Alcorn. No, well, to, to me, the divisions, and to be honest with you, I, I don't really know what the value of winning the division is, except that you're automatically in the playoffs. But as the top eight and now as the play-in tournament, uh, you're, you're going to be in the playoffs anyway. So to me, it's more of a conference pecking order. Um, okay. In the division, the Cavs, I would think, would be projected to finish second behind Milwaukee. Uh, but to me, the more important standing is conference standings. And so if you throw Boston in there and you look at Milwaukee and Boston as the, the favorites to be one and two in the East, and I think that's certainly well-deserved, uh, I think the Cavaliers really could finish at that number three spot. Again, everybody stays healthy and all that. Uh, no significant injuries. I think the Cavaliers very easily could be the third team in the East. Yeah, and, and that's fair as as you look at the uh, you know conference as opposed to the division. I, I guess uh, getting back to to the conference, if you win, uh, you're the number one seed. Uh, you know from your conf or your division, and, and that helps, and you're guaranteed the playoffs. But you have to worry about a play in game or anything like that. Uh, and Milwaukee's moves of acquiring Damon, you know, Lillard in the offseason, we'll see how that works out. But you like them better than the team that was in uh, the finals last year, the Miami Heat, because they lost too many players this offseason? Is that why uh, maybe you put the Cavaliers uh, possibly finishing ahead of the Heat? Absolutely. I think Miami put all their chips on the table that they were going to end up with Lillard, and it didn't okay. happen. And so the guys that they lost, all of a sudden, they weren't able to replace because Lillard ends up in Milwaukee. So uh, I don't see Miami as a team that's improved their roster. Now, don't get me wrong. They've got terrific players with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero. I understand that. Uh, but you look at their roster, you don't see any major additions because they were going after Lillard. They wanted Lillard, and it didn't happen. And all of a sudden, they got stuck. So, yeah, I would absolutely put the Cavaliers ahead of Miami. I would put them ahead of Brooklyn. I would put them ahead of Philly. I think Philly with all this drama and all this nonsense and a first-year head coach, uh, I think the Cavs, with their additions, have moved above Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference. Tim, anything new in the broadcast this season? A couple of different things. Uh, nothing huge, but uh, Jim and I will have a little more room at the top of the game to really get Jim's thoughts on, on how the game will be played and what might unfold in the next 48 minutes. Uh, so that's new. We're taking texts during the game. No. So if, I hear from, if I hear from Kenny or Jay. Direct line? Canton, pardon me? We can direct line right to you, or does it have to go through the Cavaliers? No, it goes to us. Man, about that. Nice. Text 216-440-9533, I believe it is. I don't have it right in front of me. I, I shouldn't have said okay. that without knowing it for sure. Kenny, but, what are you going to text yeah, him, Kenny? Kenny, what are you going to text him? Uh, I'm going to text him. Uh, let's see. We, we're going to come up oh, with new man. phrases every game that we want never, him to work into the broadcast. You never let us know that you're accepting text <laughs> messages. <laughs> what is wrong with you? We had it during the preseason, and we were getting a lot of texts, and uh, Jim loves it. I love it. So all you fans down in the Canton area, oh. text 
away starting tonight. Well, we text them yeah, anyway, we'll though, Kenny. I mean, yeah, we do. So, but but we'll <laughs> see. Yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll get we'll get one in there uh, oh, maybe throughout the. We're the coming year hard with, uh, tonight, broadcast. buddy. We're we're coming at you tonight. You can better believe yeah. that. Uh, we we may even deliver a pow to you Ow. instead of you delivering it to us. How's that? <laughs> Jim, we got a text from Kenny and JT and Ken. Nice. <laughs> That's it. And all they want us to say is whack. That's whack it. Somebody. He got whack. Man, the Big Apple. You better <laughs> whack somebody tonight. Would be appropriate, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would. Absolutely. Oh, my. Hey, Timmy, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great call tonight, and we look forward to chatting with you throughout the year, and hopefully this will be uh, an exciting year like it was last year and, and last a little bit longer than it did last year. Oh, no doubt. That's the bar. That's the expectation, so we hope so. So, Look forward to chatting with you guys again, and can't wait to see that text tonight. Oh, you got it. There you I can't go, wait. Baby. I think I already it's know. It. I know my yeah. first text is going to be, "Have yeah, you found Jimmy Hoffa yet?" Yeah, <laughs> he's buried at the Barclays Center. <laughs>